At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Quite Franklin with LeVar Arrington. Penn State head coach James Franklin and Penn State legend LeVar Arrington will discuss game strategy and other insights on Penn State football. Quite Franklin with LeVar Arrington is now. Okay, y'all, welcome back in. It is a new week, a new day, a new time. It's 0-0. We're going for 1-0. But, hey, it's a happy happy win week. Get a big dub. We're doing quite Franklin with Coach Franklin. I will lead you down the, the path. This fine show. I'm LeVar Arrington. Coach, first congratulations on, on the big win. That was a big win. Yeah, I don't – can you explain I like, how – I like – hey, I like the shirt, by the way. You Do you like that? Do you like is that? that, is that I, part, part of the Stick is, City collection? It is. It is part of six. I appreciate the plug. Uh, yes, and sir. y'all can get those, by the way, for, for you know, holiday stock and stuff or whatever it may be, especially if you're part of the city. Coach, speaking of defense, once again, the defense looked good. But I, I wanted to start off by asking, how significant of a win was this against Rutgers? Many will sit there and frown and turn their faces up to you winning each game that that would follow all of the criticism but for those who really pay attention to what's going on and knew how much of a trap game Rutgers could have been for it for this team how big was it from your perspective well big for a couple reasons number one I I think they're doing a nice job and uh, you know they're going to go to a bowl game this year. Uh, they've played everybody tough. You look at 
everybody on their schedule. They've played tough. And as you know, uh, as well, if not better than me, uh, after losses around here, this, this, this can be a tough place. And um, getting everybody in the Lash building to bounce back and bounce back quickly, coaches, players, staff, all of us, uh, is really important. And it's, it, and it's harder uh, than I think people realize. It really is. So um, it, was a, it was a good win for us. Uh, our guys played well. I was very impressed with what Jay Wansider and Ty Howell did. Uh, we had one missed assignment. Uh, we met our goal on third down. We met our goal in explosive plays, which we really hadn't done that all year long, the combination of those things. Uh, special teams, I think really the second half of the year has really played well, led by our specialists, punter, kicker, snapper. Those guys have been great. And then uh, defensively, we've just been really consistent. Manny and the defensive staff and the players you know, have really done a good job of holding the standard. You've had some really, really fine coaches taken away, have gone away, whatever the way is. And that's largely in part because of success and structure. If people understand when you take a, an assistant, a coordinator, and you make them a head coach – that, that is a reflection on the coaching tree that they come from because it's being a CEO more so than being the one that does all of the X's and O's. A lot of people won't understand that. A lot of people will. But you have taught some fine men to be at that level of being head coaches. They're coming for Manny. I mean, I got you got to believe that that they're coming for Manny. How does that – How for you, how does that work to be able to – because it's one thing, we talk about the pressures of trying to keep the players now just because of the transfer portal. But when you have quality coaches and they develop and they show, and listen, Manny's been a head coach before, but, I mean, he's doing something that is tremendous at, at this school, one of the more legendary defenses that I've seen. Um, how does that work for you? Like, how, how do you handle when you have staff that is super successful and and maybe sought after when the seasons come to an end? Well, I, I think first of all, embrace that that's part of it, right? That's that's just part of it. And, you know, what I'm trying to do is trying to put all these guys in a position to achieve their dreams. That's the players and the staff. Um, and to me, the model is the Brent Pry model, right? Um, Brent stayed here, turned down a number of head coaching opportunities waiting for the right one and I think we would both agree Virginia Tech is not only a good job but a damn good first job for to be a head coach um, and I think if you're at a place like Penn State as a coordinator making a good living living in a good town with an opportunity to win at the highest level uh, it should allow you to sit back and, and be selective so that when you take the job it's the right one. Um, so I think that's, that's the approach that I think is important. But I also think, you know, when you've had guys that have left to go be head coaches in the SEC or head coaches in the ACC, I do think it is a, it is a, a sign of respect to the program in general. Um, and I think it's a positive from that standpoint. And then fortunately, on the defensive side of the ball, um, we've been able to – to make some really good hires 
that not only have they maybe not dipped off, they've even stepped up. I thought Bob Shoup did a phenomenal job here, uh, but Brent Pry, I think, took it to another level. Um, you know, Brent Pry leaves, does a great job here. Um, you know, we hire Manny Diaz, and I think Manny Diaz takes it to another level. So uh, part of that is being prepared for when it happens, and part of that is making sure that they leave for, for the right job. But I also think, you know what, we just have to be careful as a fan base and, and as media as well. Um, you know, are the programs that we're competing with talking like it's a foregone conclusion that they're high-level coordinators are, are, are going to leave. Um, you know, we got to create an environment here where guys want to stay um, because you could make some arguments now in college football to be a high-paid, successful coordinator and not have to deal with the headaches of being a head coach. Uh, there's some value in that too. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game Presents. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Absolutely, there is. I'm, I'm certain. Uh, and that's, I think that's pretty sensible. So moving into this last week against Michigan State, they're they're moving it out of Michigan State. They're playing it in Detroit. Um, I don't I don't know. It seems like they're trying to make it into a a a, a big game. Or is it, is that based off of like a neutral site setup deal? What 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 went into them moving the game from East Lansing? So it really just came down like most things come down. It came down to TV. And they, they wanted us to play a Friday night game 
during Thanksgiving weekend. And the way the Big Ten rules are set up, um, you, you can't play night games after a certain point of the season unless both uh, coaches and both administrations agree to do it. Um, so for us, we'll say, okay, we'll do it. We'll play on Friday night, um, but it's going to have to be somewhere you know, like Detroit, uh, like the Detroit Lions facility where it's indoor and uh, it makes sense. And based on that, I think the conference had a conversation with, with Michigan State. They agreed with it. Uh, and it moved forward from there. But, you know, it was going to be a normal game in East Lansing unless the conference and Michigan State could agree, um, you know, to really the, the – I don't, I don't want to use the, the wrong – yeah, yeah, the terms of it. That's probably the best yeah, way the to say it. the terms of it, yeah. Man, right. well, I think it's super brilliant because East Lansing is hard as hell to go into, man. I, I ain't never like going into East Lansing. I, I don't know. It, it's just it's a weird place to play. But you guys get almost like a neutral site, and you're indoors. That that I think that plays bodes well. What do you look at going into the Michigan Michigan State game, and what they're bringing to the table? I mean, everybody's going to bring their best foot and put it forward playing against Penn State. How do you see Michigan State approaching this game? Um, being in the last game of the season, season finale for them. Um, I don't, they're not bowl eligible. I, I don't believe so. So I don't follow them too closely. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So a couple of things. Their finale I still, game. Yeah. I still think it's going to be a home game for them. I mean, it's an hour and a half you know, from campus for them. Obviously they have a huge alumni base in the Detroit area. So it's still going to be a, a home game for them, but um, there's other dynamics, you know, that that play here. Um, you know, they're they're in the middle of a coaching change. Uh, there's coaches that are coaching, uh, you know, for their professional careers. There is the fact that they're not eligible for a bowl game, so they have nothing to lose in this game. So you could see them taking on more risk, a a surprise onside to start the game fake punts, uh, double passes, flea flickers, extra aggressive defense, cover zero, constantly bringing pressures like crazy. You know, they, they really have nothing to lose. Um, and we got to prepare and plan uh, for them to approach the game that way. Mm-hmm. Not sometimes. I mean, man, they say a wounded dog is the worst one, worst one to deal with. Um, so, and going into this game, Penn State is bowl eligible. Um, how do you motivate the guys? Listen, as a former player, I knew once we weren't playing for a national title, it took a lot to get the mental mind state to practice hard, to prepare hard, to stay focused, and to stay dialed in. What did you guys do this week to to kind of keep that that focus? Well, I think the way you just described it from a player's perspective, I think is important because, again, these are all the things that we were battling last week. The fans, the media, the the players' perception of, of where we're at, the coaches, all of it. Um, but for us, I, I do think um, there's something to winning 10 games in the regular season. That's something to be proud of. Yeah, that, that's so? something to be very proud of. Yeah, and then and then to be I able to get to a bowl games, game. Coach. 
We never got to 10. Yeah. So and then to be able to get to a bowl game and, and win 11, you know, but I think it's interesting <clears throat> when you make statements like that, um, because I don't think that's the perception out there. When you make the statement that in your career at Penn State, you never beat Michigan. When you make the statement that you never won 10 games and there's people that take that for granted and don't realize how hard that is. So to be able to get this win, be 1-0, win 10 games with an opportunity to win 11, which is even harder to do now because back in your day, you know, you didn't have the transfer portal. You didn't have players opting out of bowl games. You didn't have any of that. There's more things to manage that make it more challenging. Mm-hmm. My last question, this is the hardest one you're going to get, Coach. Um, what's what's the best turkey dish or best best Thanksgiving dish that happens in your house? I, I, w- I was going to ask you. I didn't know if you saw my press conference this week. So after I get done answering your question, I'm going to I'm going to ask you my three questions. But the best dish is sweet potato pie. I'm a big sweet potato guy. Um, my wife, you know, my wife is is got a Nigerian background, so she didn't grow up with like soul food. Right. So so she got my mom and my aunt's recipe for sweet potato pie and she made it and it tastes good, but it just didn't look right. It was too like pale, you know, so she's, <laughs> it looked, she's more like pumpkin. It did, look, it did look sweet potato. Yeah. It looked more pumpkin. Yeah. All right, I yeah. got you. So she's, she's worked on it and she's got it down now. She, she kills the sweet potato pie, which I love. Right. Um, and then what I was going to ask you is, so number one, green beans or collard greens? Collard greens. I'm making collard greens from scratch. Nice. I'm going to mix nice. some, uh, I'm going to mix some cabbage in with it too. Uh, I've never, I've never done that or had that, but I'd be interested in trying hog, it. Put some hog in there. Got yeah. some swine. Got me on, some man. swine. Come on, man. Uh, I, I forget the second question right now. Oh, oh, dinner rolls or cornbread? Oh, for for Thanksgiving. Ooh, ooh, I'm gonna go cornbread. But me too. But dinner, but dinner rolls is probably more proper though. But I'm going cornbread. I'm going. I'm not trying greens. to be. Proper. I'm trying to be proper. I now, here's the, here's, I need my here's the third one. All right. The third one is Thanksgiving meal or the leftovers? The leftovers, 100%. Yeah. Now, how do you do it? Like a big old sandwich where you 100%. put everything on it? 100%. Because well, everything didn't have time to settle in, and, and, and it's, it's just perfect. It's perfection. The leftovers are always better. Now, is the sandwich on a dinner roll or is it on the Wonder Bread white bread? I don't make a sandwich. I just stack it up, man. I just, I kind of like almost like shepherd pie it. I just put it all okay. together because I don't like, like my food to touch. Plate. Yeah, uh, I don't like my food to touch. How do you, how do you, how do you do a shepherd's pie if it's not so, touching? Well, so here's the thing. So on Thanksgiving Day, I, I have my, my sides put in little bowls. But when it's leftovers, it don't matter. So I shepherd pie it. I just put it all together, which is it's ass backwards. I don't know why that's what I do, but that's just my preference of how I do things. And, well, I've done well enough in life where I can get it the way I want to have it. And that's that's what I go with. I don't like my food touching in general, but leftovers for Thanksgiving, I do it. Leftovers is okay. Weird. I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing. 
It's weird. Hey, man, I appreciate you. But it has been a pleasure, Coach, and and happy holidays to you, the coaching staff, your family, all of the, all my brothers, everybody that's there, man. And and from me to you, you know, a lot of people are like coming out saying, "Ah, oh, I only look out for you or take up for you because I'm a Penn Stater and this, that, and the other." And the the real response is, "I am a homer, and I do love you." And you are my guy, and I am going to support you through and through. But I'm always be just so for all that 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 stuff that I'm been the truth or anything like that. I do come from the hip, and that's how we come at one another. So I just wanted to let you know how much I respect you, man, and and just keep doing what you're doing, man. Hit hit straight, you know. Keep the main thing, the main thing, and everything's going to work out, man. But it's been a fun ride, and that's Coach Franklin, and this is quite Franklin. And we're signing off, and maybe we'll have a special one for a bowl game, all right? Happy holidays, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll check you out. I'm LeVar. That's Coach right there. All right. Happy holidays. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference that's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through better help provides online therapy on your schedule it's flexible simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you learn more at betterhelp.com that's better h-e-l-p.com at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts